Hello, friends and folks, and fans of awards, because this podcast, I was going to say this week, but I don't know that a weekly basis is necessarily applicable here. We're going to be talking about winners and losers, and we're just glad you were here-ers. I'm Six Detmar. And I'm Jennifer Uncle. And I'm Harry, friend of the site. Indeed, this is the Scanline Media 2018 Gimmick Awards. This is one award. We're going to do one category per little mini podcast because uh, we want to, you know, listen, I don't want to make any sh- any direct like pointing at other Game of the Year podcasts or, or services, but maybe there are other ones out there that are kind of like long and are just people shouting at each other for hours on end. Um, and it'd be nice to have something that was just smaller and bite-sized and pleasant, you know? I don't know about pleasant, but bite-sized? Probably. Oh, oh man. Harry Harry bringing the animosity already. I mean, wow. what's our category, you know? It's, uh... Well, for, for, this, for this episode, we're going to be talking about the best fighting game. Um, and I guess you brought your your fighting boots. You brought your uh, seven uh, skulls so that we can punch them all off of you. And then uh, a lot of blood. And yeah. I got my salt shaker. I got my seven ribs. And I'm ready to go. Let's discuss. Man, they should have a like the new Mortal Kombat <laughs> should have a mode where when you punch people, instead of like human rib cages, it's just like St. Louis style ribs. And just have like various forms of barbecue fly out of people. That would actually make it a more pleasant game for me. Yeah, and instead of fatalities, they have wasted away again. Mm. Baby alities again. That could work. Anyway, do you want me to read off the uh, fighting games or? Well, Jen is usually the reader of summaries, so I think I'll leave it in her capable hands. Actually. Cool. All right. So for best fighting game, we have Soul Calibur Six. Dragon Ball Fighters, Blaze Blue Cross Tag Battle, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, Lethal League Blaze, Mario Tennis Aces, Unist, which I don't know the full name for, but that's okay, and uh, Street Fighter 30th Anniversary. And the full version of Unist is Undernight Inbirth EXE Late Est. You gotta pronounce the brackets there, Six. I, I said Late Est. I did the Est there. I didn't say latest. I said latest. So there, there's your there's your brackets. There's the, there's the beat. Close enough, really. I'm not gonna say bracket. I'm not gonna listen. Square Enix, you can't get me with your titles. I still think Unil sounds a lot better than Unist. Real sure, but you have to distinguish between the games. Yeah, we definitely. can't put Unil on here because Unil didn't come out this year. I mean, or get a significant update this year. Yeah. So. So starting right off the bat, uh, we have this list here. Um. I put I most of the I think all of these nominees except for Street Fighter 30th are ones that I added. Oh no, you added Unist. I forgot about Unist. Um, but I'm going to say I think we should remove Mario Tennis Aces just sort of right off the bat. I wanted to mention it because I appreciate the idea of tennis as a fighting game, and I had fun with that game. But I felt like it didn't have a lot of legs, and it kind of was lacking in a lot of features. Yeah, I feel like it's a cool game, you know, for people who want a little more depth in their Mario Tennis game, but, you know, didn't really do it for a lot of people. Yeah, Mm -hmm. and uh, the default stage kind of gets old really quickly, and unless you're going through the single player meticulously, which is an awful single player campaign, um, you won't have many other regular stages like that one, so 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, we will go ahead and cross that out once I figure out how to do strikeouts in this. Strike through. There we go. Okay. All right. I also think we should probably remove Street Fighter 30th anniversary. I, I put it there because Kyrie uh, wanted it mentioned, but um, I, while I do think it's a very good collection of games and they do some neat, um, they do some neat history stuff behind it. Um, the netcode itself and the audience isn't there like it is for the other fighting games on this list. To the point mm-hmm. where, to the point where I feel like if I'm going to be playing third strike online i will load up third strike online instead of street fighter 30th yeah there's it's an inferior version of third strike which is the best game in that collection did they fix a thing where like if you if two people keto for different games they would just flip a coin and do a 50 50 on who got it uh i haven't heard anyone say that they fixed that it doesn't mean that they haven't but i haven't i i feel like i would have heard if that had changed that's a big fucking bummer honestly it's it's pretty ridiculous and i understand the problem they have trying to match make so many different games but i mean you know it's their job to find a solution and i don't think they did yeah yeah it is a it is a neat thing though if you're going to be playing a lot locally or you just want to take a look at the stuff they have archived because they have a lot of stuff there Mm -hmm. yeah you also have like all the games in like one collection which is better than like rifling through like your old boxes of like PX, ps2 ports of it you know for sure for sure getting getting a good copy of like the alpha games is pretty valuable totally oh man fighting layer ex is a game i didn't play but i feel like we shout it out N- no no before you came on the call jen and i were talking and i was like i could put fighting ex and uh, fighting layer or uh, fighting ex layer on here if we wanted to just talk about how it's a bummer it i'm glad it got made no. Skullomania. Skullomania is great. Yeah, I mean, like, if we were doing that, then we'd put fucking, you know, SNK Heroines on here, and I'm not willing to go down there. No, right. okay. He- SNK Heroines is trash all around. I'm sorry. I think we should add that one to most disappointing, but I guess other people had lower expectations for it than I did. We can sooner. have the conversation. We can have the conversation. I'll go ahead and type it in. Okay. Yeah. Good idea. We should have a conversation about good uh, fighting games, though, such as. We should. Not Smash Brothers Ultimate. <laughs> nah, I'm playing. It's it's a very good collection of uh, Smash Brothers. You know, I feel like this is the best, especially like, especially with all the characters, is like it's like a dream come true. You know, we have all these different mm-hmm. characters. You have all these different stages. You know, it's like the complete package of like what four could be, but even better. And that's, I love it. I, I kind of am torn on, like, surprise... Like, leading up to the game, they kept surpassing my expectations. Because I really, like, I genuinely expected it would be like, okay, it's going to be all the DLC from Smash 4 and then, like, two new characters. Because I was like, no, there's there's no, like... There's already so much, there's so much to balance, and, like, given what they did with Mario Kart, there's probably going to be very little added to this game. And there's a lot added to this game. So, like my initial expectations were kind of blown away and with subsequent reveals. But then when the game finally came out, I was kind of let down by parts of it because like, I don't know, I guess it didn't go through my head just how similar echo fighters would be where like Simon and Richter are just model swaps. They are identical in every other way. I mean, and that's a bummer. That's a missed opportunity. Yeah. But you know, palette swaps have been as things in street fighter too. Yeah. Fun. But street fight, but like 
they made them different. Like, Ken and Ryu don't play the same. And I, like, if you're going to give me, like, Richter is Simon, but he has slightly different hitboxes, that's interesting to me. They didn't even do that. They are literally identical. Yeah, it's yeah, worth pointing out, though, also, that uh, Samus and Dark Samus play pretty differently to one another, especially because of the height difference. Well, so they've got a height difference and they have a different dodge. Those are the only two changes, actually. Like someone went did a breakdown, and that's those are the only actual changes to the the character. Huh. Okay. I, I still feel like the height difference changes up the strategy pretty significantly, but I see what you mean. Mm. Well, I certainly don't think it's our our first cut on what remains here. Um, as much as I love it, I would say it's probably Lethal League Blaze. Oh man, I I really like that game actually. Yeah, so do like, I. I really good. Come around yeah. on it. Like I think it's like it's a definitely like the like introduction game to get people to play fighting games because you trick them with the ball and then it's actually a complex fighting game with uh, rock paper scissors mechanics with the parry system and mm-hmm. uh, it gets hype and I feel like judging things based on like a hype level is bad but it like Lethal League Blaze especially when it gets like to higher like velocities it gets hype and I had a really good time playing it. I yeah, think that yeah. it's. Yeah, I think there's something to be said for how excited it makes both the audience and the player because you get to the point where the ball's moving at such a ridiculous pace that when you actually manage to hit, get a land a successful hit at that speed, it feels incredible. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, I feel like, so as a person who's less skilled at the game, I feel like there are some situations where it feels like there's no winning. Um, which can be a little unfun, like the ball starts moving so fast at such a weird angle, you're just sort of like, well, okay, I'm going to randomly swing at the air and just hope I'm facing the right direction because it's bouncing so fast, I don't even know what direction it'll be coming from at that point. Um, And then also, I feel like um, having so much of the content be unlockable was kind of a bummer. The fact that like you had to buy characters and and stages and music and tutorials was a bit much. Well, they fixed yeah. the tutorial part, because when I played it, it was unlocked from the start. They they give you the first tutorial, there's a second tutorial. Yeah, I, the second tutorial is unlocked now, too. Oh, okay. I didn't realize that. Okay. Yeah, and, and just to be clear, it's uh, in-game money, it's not DLC or anything like that, but yeah. Oh, sure, yeah. Figured it was worth clarifying since Street Fighter V and all that. <laughs> oh. Yeah, yeah. Um, notable, n- not on this list, Street Fighter V. Um... But grinding for right. the characters and just, uh, the stages weren't that bad, I felt. I think after a couple of hours of playing, like, people complain about Smash Brothers Ultimate, right? But it's not nearly as big of a grind as that is. So I think it's reasonable. So I don't think we cross it out yet. What I will say okay. we, uh, we do talk about, but we don't actually put on the list, is Soul Calibur Six. Let's was... talk about Soul Calibur Six. Right. yeah. Um, I had, this is the first Soul Calibur I've liked since Soul Calibur, well, Soul Calibur 3 I liked for its single player. I didn't like it multiplayer. Um, so since Soul Calibur 2, this has been the first Soul Calibur I've actually enjoyed. Yeah, and for the first time in what feels like forever, um, character customization is back in a big way. Like, of course, the things you make are going to look nine times out of ten pretty goofy and uh, out of place, but... There's a specific, there's a certain joy to having all those options and making something very out there or or doing your best to fit a specific theme. Mm-hmm. 
I definitely appreciate the fact that like people who do like a lot of crazy shit out there. But I'm really bad at character creations. Like I'm not good at them, so kind of yeah. fell flat for me. But like I definitely saw like the cube or um <laughs> the, yeah. the magic harp. And like yeah, that's great. And I still think like the back to basics of uh fuck everything after 3 is a good mentality, especially after <laughs> that big fucking mess of Soul Calibur 5 with uh yeah. the kids. I like it. It's a back to basics, but like, yeah, I, I I think it's okay. Like, I think it's a good like seven out of ten, six out of ten. Like, I enjoy playing it, or getting my ass kicked playing it. So, I think I like it better than you. But I just, I just, the the disadvantage it has here is I'm just not generally a fan of of two of three D fighters. And then the other part is, um, for all the praise that people are lumping upon the character creator, and I don't disagree. It's a great feature, and I enjoy it. Uh, the character creator was much better in in Soul Calibur three, and that's that's pretty disappointing to me that they managed to step backwards. Because like, I mean, Street Fighter three or Street Fighter three, Soul Calibur three, you could create characters with like unique create a character only styles, like Lance or like you know like two swords or whatever, like styles that aren't just copying an existing character's moves. And there's just none of that in this game. You can only copy the moves of an existing character. There's nothing like exclusive to the character creator that makes it feel like you're creating a new character. Yeah, that's kind of lame, especially with like a fighting game renowned for like oh look all these different sword styles you could use. Mm-hmm. Also, yeah, there's I no Hilde, so there Sorry. is no there is no Hilde. That's true. Well, you not know? yet. So it it's their DLC role. If if they're going to add Hilde, they didn't add Hilde in 2018. So right. too fucking late. Um, I will say. Yeah, I, Oh god. Hmm? No, go ahead. Uh I I was just saying I will say the thing that might make me go we should drop it from this list is uh the way Soul Calibur treats women is still super duper shitty. Like the whole yep. system where if you get a if you if you do a specific break more and more of your clothes get t- torn off. Like that happens for both the men and women characters, but it's clearly designed uh because <laughs> You want to see some women in their underwear. And um, there's also the yeah. whole 2B win animation where you look up, the camera looks up 2B's skirt, and then she's like, how dare you? And it's kind of, it's really uncomfortable. And I mean, there's also just like, like I mean, yeah, the, the, the character destruction stuff is not equal. I mean, like, there's there's a difference between like, oh, hey, when you break Killick's armor, his his shirt disappears and so now he's just standing there with bulging muscles as opposed to like sophitia where it's like oh you beat her and like the lace holding her shirt together explodes and like yeah it's what they're doing is obvious they're not clever it's no good yeah i would say we cut it from this list it's like a number five out of the year i think like it's it's solid but it's not you know about the best fighting game yeah yeah, it's not it's not gonna crack the top three for sure. Are um, we gonna address the uh, dragon in the room? Eh? Um, eh? Dragon Ball is going to make the top three, is what I'll say. Right. Well, yeah. let's give it its uh, a fair piece about it. It's fucking good. Yeah, it's a <laughs> it's a beautiful game with uh, a great a great roster of characters. Though there is a little bit of squandered potential, but less than you'd think, hearing that there are five Goku's in the game because actually they play fairly differently. Um, the things that would, that, that are cons in my mind, um, one, 
you know, how much we can weigh this is whatever, but the story mode is trash. Pretty bad, yeah. Um, two, there are some, like, characters in the game that are just, like, they've n- seemingly never made any attempt to make them interesting, fun, or viable. Like, Krillin. Krillin or, just sucks ass in that game. Or Frieza. Frieza's not great. Yeah, I mean, Frieza, Frieza has, like, he, Frieza's on the verge constantly. I think I respect what they're trying to do with Frieza as a person who plays a lot of Frieza. Um, and I think they'll figure it out. With Krillin, it doesn't even feel like they're trying. And, like, the meta's always... I, I don't know. Watching Evo, hype as hell. Love it. Mm-hmm. But watching Bardock and Fell and watching that fucking Bardock level 3 super over and over again kind of yeah. sucks. So they, mm-hmm. they definitely have to do some balancing passes. But, like, I think it appeals to everyone. It appeals to anime fighters. appeals to, uh, like, Arxis fans. appeals to Dragon Ball Z fans. appeals to, like, 3v3 guys. You know, it has everyone. Everyone plays it because it's the game. Mm-hmm. And it's a good game. And I... I, I see the way, like, people complain about, like, Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite. Or, like, the functions. Because people don't want to see Gokus, you know? Even, mm-hmm. even if they do play differently, they're still Goku. And I, but, like, I hope with uh, Season 2, they're going to change it up, you know? They yeah. have a lot yeah. of different characters. Yeah, the other the other elephant in the room with this game is if there really in the, is a Season 2. And if this game even has a community to begin with in... 2019 because it sure seems like either Bandai Namco or Toei are both are hell-bent on shutting the game down. I mean, it's it's clearly Toei, and it also, I think, just as clearly, I think it's going to have some ramifications, but, like, these Japanese companies are going to back down when they realize how many people they're pissing off and how much they're, like, I think it's going to take a little bit for Toei to get it through their heads, but I don't think it's as... as much of a dire situation as it initially seemed. I just want to make a clarification that Toei clarified that it wasn't Toei Animation who uh, is blocking them. It's uh, uh, Shueisha? The, uh, oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah, it's... Uh, I don't know if I, I totally butchered that, but it's the uh, parent company to uh, to, uh, Toriyama's like manga publisher. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Um, Toei was getting the getting the heat for it last i checked and, and i, I think that was kind of shitty because you were some bombarding the twitter account with like why are you fucking over dragon ball fighters and it's like they don't really have anything to do with it you know it's like mm-hmm. somebody said it on the reddit and then start catching fire sure shitty, sure but mm-hmm. yeah well i'm glad i didn't send any tweets about it myself um yeah, I definitely think that one can stick for now. Um, I I don't like I this isn't a category where I'm like, well, obviously it wins because I have some I have some knocks against it, and perhaps we'll get to that point. Um, Jen, do you have a do you have a dog in this fight to take a terrible uh, metaphor? Uh, hmm. I think uh, well. If I were to do my top three right now, um, number three would probably be Smash Brothers, number two would be Dragon Ball Fighters, and number one would be Blaze Blue Cross Tag Battle. Uh, I know how much you guys like Cross Tag Battle, and I, I like it too, but um, I just wasn't hot on it. I thought it was like very good, very like it's a very good fighting game for beginners. It's uh, it's fun to play a, a tag game that doesn't like have. 10 million like different combos and all that but i just thought i was kind of lacking especially with, like the reused sprites i don't have a problem with right but mm-hmm. i do have a problem with it there's only like four new characters total and granted all of them are really good but i just feel like you if i wanted to play a blazable character i'd play a blazable character where i could do more you know 
I hear you, but I do think the way cross, I mean, cross tag is also my number one. Um, I think the way cross tags systems, like that's the, the real genius of, of cross tag battle is the way the tag systems are just the best tag systems I've ever seen. Um, they, it's, it's, you have all these tag games where it's like, oh, you know, you have these like different situations under which you can swap and you're trying to set up the, set up these situations where you swap and blaze blue feels like a tornado tag situation blaze blue you're constantly coming in and out and there's just this flow and momentum and shifting doesn't feel like a like a, a skipped beat in the action it is a smooth part of the process and of the fight and i think that momentum that ease of use that forgivingness i mean like you can press two buttons to do a burst and you can burst numerous times per fight so they're like there's guards against huge combos the damage is high so you don't have to rely on combos there's easy execution of all the moves. I think it's just a fantastic set of systems. It, it definitely is. That tag system makes a lot of sense, and uh, you can do a lot of cool, crazy stuff with it, too. I just mm-hmm. I, I just didn't feel it, you know? Hmm. That's just my opinion. I, I definitely do think it hangs, like, based on what you guys say, too. But I just mm-hmm. don't... I just didn't have that much fun playing it. Or, or, okay. I, I wouldn't say it like that. I would say I had less fun than the other games on this list. Yeah, I think the thing for me is that um, it made me realize how much I missed playing Persona 4 Arena because all those characters in there and play pretty similar to how they did in that. Um, It simplifies his Blaze Blue um, combat, and I really like Blaze Blue characters, so that was very much appreciated. And it introduced me to two things that I wasn't aware of before, which was Undernight and Ruby, and both of those fighter types were what both of those series in that game felt really good to play. So it was kind of this thing of getting a bit of nostalgia while also getting something new that I wasn't accustomed to. And that was nice. And a pretty amazing soundtrack, which, you know, perhaps we'll get props in other categories, but you know, yeah, especially the new ones for the uh, Ruby cast. Yeah. Yeah. I just kind of wanted it kind of, I, yeah, I kind of just want like a Persona Five Arena after playing hmm. this game. Well, it's been copyrighted, so you'll probably get it. Um, so, okay, I think we can say at this point, Dragon Ball and Blaze Blue are going to be in the top three, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That leaves us with Smash Bros, Lethal League, and Unist. I really like Undernight. Undernight's probably one of I would probably also pull for Undernight, but I think Undernight, like, I mean, Jen doesn't even know Undernight's name. I think, I think we have to respect the fact, I don't, I, I don't know, like, Under, Undernight is my favorite of the ones that remain, but also the fact that it is, like, a null presence to Jen is hard to ignore. Definitely. I've, I've definitely watched some footage of Eunice, but, um, it's one of those situations where it's always seemed very intimidating to get into, so... That kind of made me keep my distance. But that's this is a I, bad time to say it, but it super isn't. Yeah, it's such it's so good. Like the reason why I love uh, Undernight so much, which I play Undernight because I we technically didn't play that much Unist. We played a lot of Unil, mm-hmm. but it's it's good. It has the neutral of a Street Fighter with the uh, anime and with the anime mechanics, and it looks super complicated and it feels super complicated. But it just has this really good like pace of play especially with the uh, grid verbal system which makes absolutely no fucking sense when you look it up because it's an anime fighter but it makes sense you know 
Yeah, it's it's. I feel like a pretty good comparison would be it plays like Blaze Blue Cross Tag if you took away the tag mechanics and then added a few solo mechanics in its place. It is that level of of easy to get into and understand. It's very comprehensible. Okay, that that does sound pretty cool. Um, I think I'd be fine with it being part of the top three, to be honest. Uh, you don't feel that strongly about Smash? Um, I really enjoy playing Smash, but uh, at the end of the day, it's another one of those, you know? Like, mm-hmm. I feel like I've always... Well, I feel like even though I'm, I really enjoy this one, there's enough small setbacks in there that the... The games don't make it, like, the best fighting game ever for me or anything like that. Like, like frankly, the way that they removed the trophies, which gave you information about what the icons actually represented and replaced them with context-free context uh, spirits, that really sucks. Hmm. <laughs> and um, all of these... St- I tried getting into the spirit board stuff in world of light and none of it stuck. So yeah, it's one of those things where of course we're judging right now, we're judging a single player in a fighting game and that's not the best thing to do, but uh, (laughs) out of the ones that remain, um, it's, it's one that definitely, it was harder to get into than even dragon ball fighters story mode, which is saying something. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, I definitely think Lethal League Blaze is going. Um, I think it's a great game, but I, we just don't have the same level of passion for it, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, and yeah, I guess I guess Smash Bros is going. I like. I've had some very good one-on-one Smash Bros experiences, but like, that feels like I'm saying that sort of like in spite, like as a contrast to my history with Smash Smash Bros. Not saying that as like in comparison to some of these games like i'm not saying like oh man that one fight i had of like my cloud versus our friend alan's ganondorf like that was so good but is it that good compared to like some like the fucking hundred games we played of of hyde versus gordo (laughs) like and we weren't bored by it too we could always like find new ways to play and like iterating on like oh fuck like i this actually gets me to practice in a practice mode, because I'm a lazy motherfucker who doesn't practice combos. I learned. I learned, man. And I cast for something. Now, that said, Unist is is not winning. It's number two for me at this point. I mean, we, we don't... We don't, We're, we're, we're going to do the... Um, we're going to do the giant bomb method where one win or two nominees. Yeah. Two runners up. So, I mean, it, you know, it can be your number two. I think that's fair. But for us, it's just... It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a runner-up. Yeah. I, um, I agree with that. Now it's Dragon Ball versus Blaze Blue. Um, I think. I mean, and you know where Jen and I lean, so let's have the talk. I what think... do you guys find uh, messed up about Dragon Ball that you can find a flaws in it? I mean, I think the way, like, I, I don't like. It's fun to watch, but when you're on the receiving end of one of those eternal combos, I don't find that particularly satisfying. I think at lower skill levels, there are some characters, and also at higher skill levels, but it kind of changes. There are some characters who are just wildly unviable. I think um, as as nice as it does a job of like making the game playable, it does a really bad job of explaining some systems. Like, for example, like how many people have I played who've been playing for months and still don't really know how Gohan's power-up super work? They have no idea how that actually interacts with the game, because um, it just doesn't tell you. And... 
I do think the post-launch support has been solid, but it also has been a bit of a problem. I mean, like, we've got three Vegetas, we've got five Gokus, we've, like, we don't have some really obvious additions. We have two playable women in this game, and there are some obvious omissions. Um, I think there are some bad choices made with the roster, and I think some characters that were chosen have been represented poorly. Yeah, like Broly shouldn't be in the game at all. <laughs> you shut the fuck up. Broly fucking sucks. He's Yes, but he sucks in such a great, earnest way. He's Everyone such a dumb meathead. bought a ticket to watch Dragon Ball Super Broly, you're all rubes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to see it tomorrow night after this recording, so... Yeah, I'm probably going to see it this weekend. Rubes, it's, it's great. all of you. It's, it's he's, he's simplicity itself. He's the purity of the fight. And, like, he's not the purity of the fight in the way Vegeta is. He's just, like... And the best comparison I can make is not going to land with either of you, but I'm going to make it anyway. So, um, World of Warcraft, right? All right, you lost me. <laughs> uh, there, I mean, there are all these different raids, and there are all these different fights in these raids, and you're doing all these different, like, oh, there are all these crazy mechanics. There's like, oh, you have to, like, watch out for this guy's tank melter beam, and you have to cross the magnetism streams and interact with the, you know, and it's like, just all these crazy mechanics. And then there's a boss called put up called Patchwork, right? Patchwork is just a big fucking fat guy who doesn't do anything. He just punches and you punch him. And people love Patchwork because there's something satisfying like everybody loves all these these puzzle fights where there are all these different mechanics, but there's also something really satisfying about just can how hard can I punch this motherfucker and how hard is he going to punch me? Just the purity of the fight. And that's Broly. See, but that's also fucking big-ass Cooler, and he's cool, because his name is Cooler, alright? Also, you can play basketball with Goku. But get you those, can get the, get the sweet dunks. But you yeah, can get the finger tanks. with Cooler. I'm talking about Android 16. Android 16 is good. Android 16 is very good. <laughs> I like the part where I yell, I have no other option than to do the super, and then you just jump over it, because <laughs> you know what I'm going to do. Yeah, I don't think, I think you've landed it on me once, and you've tried, like, 30 times. And it's a hell of a fucking thing when it does land. That's <laughs> true. Uh... I will always remember Alan, Alan landing it on you, and you're like, oh, fuck, no, jump, and then you got destroyed, and it's the best. <laughs> it's true. It... It's true. I'll also say in Dragon Ball Fighter's favor, um, it's led to one of the most exciting years in FGC tournament watching that I've had. Like uh, back in CEO, where they were doing whole, they were reenacting whole routines from Dragon Ball Z before fights with the various uh, mm-hmm. esports people, or Sonic Fox taking everything. It was, it, it's led to a lot of great moments. Or the power of everyone doing the cell shout and every opening at Evo. Those were so loud. It was so good. It was insane, especially the grand finals. It's... Uh, even if we're not the best at it, and oh god, we're not the best at it. Like, <laughs> it's, um... It's such a hype thing. Like, all the supers, hype as hell. All the, like, endings, hype as hell. All openings, hype as hell. Like, it's a hype game, and, like, by my metric of what I said earlier, I'm gonna come in and I'm gonna judge it based on, like, how hype it is. It's the hypest game on the list. Well, but on the other hand, do you want to talk about hype, right? 
Okay. You're getting you're 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 getting worked over, right? This game is not going any favor. They keep getting all the right guesses. They're comboing you. You get a few opportunities. You get a little bit of damage, but it's really just not clicking. You just don't have the power you need. And they push you to the corner and they get a knockdown. And they're getting ready to do that setup as you stand up, but the game freezes and you smash your fist together and the music shouts, "I burn!" And suddenly it's fucking Yang time. Hell yeah, that's that's a very good point. But that's it's a very good character. moment. If all those characters were like revamped and like reimagined to fit that like mold of like what Yang should be, I would be totally okay with it. But most of them are hype because I know what the characters are, you know. But what about like Team Scythe? That's hype. You you have two scythes. Yeah, it's not hype watching them win every single tournament. If you're talking about like <laughs> you're talking about balancing, they did not balance that game too well. Just saying. Uh, I guess that's that's fair to say. And I'll, Kanji is like when you mentioned Persona Four Arena, I have to admit my heart twinged because I was a Kanji main in Persona Four Arena. He's such dog shit in Cross Tag. He's so bad. Uh, it's so good. The music, the like, just the the clashing of different styles. Like I I get what you're saying about the retouched art. It would be nice if they updated the sprites, but I don't want them all to be the same art style. I really enjoy seeing. Like, fucking, you know, Yosuke next to fucking Ragnar the Blood Edge, because that contrast is amazing to me. And then also you get those unique intros where, like, fucking Ragnar jumps in and is like, let's destroy them. And then behind him you get fucking, uh, fucking, like, Chie jumping in and being like, you meant that in, like, a nice way, right? Yeah. Oh, man. I, this is my first introduction to Blaze Blue. English VO and it is fucking bad. It it's rough. Not good. It's true. It's fucking terrible. <laughs> if if the reason Blaze Blue doesn't win is the voice acting for English Azrael, I can accept that. <laughs> Yeehaw, I'm gonna I'm gonna squad launcher you. I love Texas and oil. <laughs> it's just all might, but just fucking bad. There's also um in terms of good interactions, there's Gordo and you, and he's just smitten by this icon of stupid manhood, Gordo. <laughs> yeah, Gordo's just like, you just have to stand back and let the chips fall as they may, and you was like, oh man, this guy's so cool! <laughs> uh, the dialogue in that game is very, very good. And the story mode is good. It's better than anything else. Well, Unist has a good story mode. But Blaze Blue's story mode is just a bunch of ridiculous interactions like this. Like, fucking, uh, the like blood boy from Unio arguing with with Rachel Alucard about the best way to drink blood like it's great <laughs> <laughs> yeah um i think i really think arc should take a page from their own book and instead of doing another story mode like fighters they should just keep doing the visual novel type like persona arena and uh blaze blue cross tag battle there are good moments in that fighters game that's not the gameplay the it's story true. mode yeah. it's like where Piccolo basically calls Yamcha like, oh, I, I see why Bulma married Vegeta, because he's a coward, and I'm like, yeah, that's the <laughs> shit that I want, you know? Yeah. And some good dunking on Goku for being a terrible father. Mm-hmm. And also it's just some good interaction, like, when you get the, you know, the villains and the heroes on the same side, you get some some really good interactions of just, like, Nappa being a dumbass and being like, you really want to go, Goku, I could take you, and Goku being like, you really can't, but let's focus on our job. <laughs> yeah, and 
something that Arc System Works occasionally does for certain games. Um, Dragon Ball Fighters has special animations on certain pair ups if you end up getting a killing move with one of your supers. Mm, it's true. The the dramatic finishes are pretty cool. When Bardock gets killed by Frieza, but then he's like, "No, fuck fate," and then he kills Frieza. It's so good. It's so good. Or just starting. I wish. I wish I could like toggle in the options. Like I don't care who's in the fight. I want every fight to start with Frieza blowing up Krillin. Every fight. <laughs> <laughs> or like when, when like Andor sixteen gives the speech and it's like, oh, it's so good. Granted, I never see it because I play 16 a lot, but it's it's good. Like, the love and care they put into it, which I'm not going to disparage cross-tag battle, but I'm saying that's they put a lot of work into DBFC. Like, I mean, the director of cross-tag was was out after cross-tag's launch being like, gosh, imagine what this game would be if Arxis, like, headquarters had given us more money and not given it all to Dragon Ball. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um I mean I definitely appreciate the game. It's it's yeah. good. I, I I like cross tag. I just wish there would have been more, you know? Like I definitely appreciate how they like try and keep it as faithful as possible or like how they made uh user reha work in a fucking three button game. Yeah. But like I wish I just would there was something more, you know? Like I wish it was more creativity, like Yang. Like if all those characters had like it's true. such a like a cool mechanic like what Yang had, I would have been like all over it. But a lot of it's just I'm not going to say lazy, because I don't want to disparage like, video game developers mm-hmm. at all, right? But it's just, I see what they did, but I wish they would have done more, is what I'm saying. And I, hmm, one of the things that I'm just remembering that kind of puts, puts a nail on this for me is, like, six months ago, they had a stream talking about, like, f- future balances for cross-tag, and then they ended up being like, and then a new franchise will be ended to, added to cross-tag battle. And we've heard fuck all from them since. They're probably all just working on Persona 5 Arena. I, yeah, I mean, they probably wanted to add another, and that got, like, and Fighters did so well, and they've got the Persona deals, and probably it just fell by the wayside. Or um, Gram, Gram Blue killed it, oh no. Or Gram, yeah, something. But, <sighs> like, I I feel like, as great as the game is, and I still love this game, support for it just kind of dropped off a cliff. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely think it's a solid number two on this list, though. Yeah. All right, I yeah, I think I think I think it convinced me. I think Dragon Ball wins. Yeah, especially with that that, that pricing model too. I didn't really have a, I there was a lot of controversy about how all the characters were like DLC. And I yeah, uh, that was that was a bunch of like pre-launch. I could hear it when it came out, and we actually saw the pricing model. There was no problem. Yeah, I just so mm-hmm. yeah, but yeah, I I guess I guess I can officially say that our winner for best fighting game. It's Dragon Ball Fighters with runners up Blaze Blue Cross Tag Battle and Unist. Right. Uh, well, any any closing thoughts on the world of fighting games here? Fighting games are good. I hope they make more of them. And I hope Persona 5 Arena comes out eventually. And I hope that um, the powers that be lets Dragon Ball Fighters thrive in 2019. If they don't announce cauliflaw kale or kefla at the end of this month after their finals they can go right to hell videl videl that would be all right too that'd be that's pretty all right thank you so much for listening folks uh harry is there any anything you want to net, network wise internet wise promote uh hmm nah not right, right. now 
I'm good. All right. Well, well, we'll, we'll stay tuned. I'm sure. I'm sure the Harry Show will have some more tr- 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 stops to the train station in the future. Oh, because I'm uh. from New York. A hey, dead ass. <laughs> MTA sucks. <laughs> Fuck Andrew Cuomo. That, that's my real shadow. Fuck Andrew Cuomo. <laughs> All right. I love it. I love it. Uh, well, from from Queens to Claremont and everywhere in between. Are you in Queens? Yeah, I'm good. Okay, great. Perfect. Uh, Thanks for joining us and peace out. All right, peace. Have a good one.